Hey, America. Start. Start. Fantastic. It's our first preview show. Lovely. Uh, We'll just get right into it. Welcome to our first preview show. Our guest is going to be Olympia Avalanche from the UK. Last time we had an Olympia Avalanche in the States, Mount St. Helens erupted. Derek, roll the avalanche music. And welcome to another cascading episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision podcast from America, the country that's blowing up. I'm not going to regret having said that. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. So yeah, we have made it to our preview shows. The time has come. I feel like a new dawn is arising and we've got, what, seven shows with with a bunch of special guests coming up over the next couple of weeks. So uh-huh. we thank you all so much for tuning in. We're yeah, just gonna Sam, right can I it. just, yeah, can I ask yeah. before we get into the preview, just one quick question. Of course. Is this the longest sort of road to the Eurovision preview show that we've ever had. I mean, just in terms of we had our first song in mid-December. I mean, Festival of Kungus, that's 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 not abnormal. I mean, we've had yeah. names since since November. Uh, I think that just the fact that we didn't have that many national finals last year and it was all internal, this feels a lot beefier than what ah, we had that's last true. year. Oh, it's beefier. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So speaking of beef, Sam, let's get a rundown of our uh, of our seven songs we'll be reviewing this week. All right. So we're going to be talking about Lithuania, Albania, Slovenia, Czech Republic, Armenia, Poland, and ending with the United Kingdom, which brings me to our guest. Uh, yes. I am so absolutely thrilled to have as one of our, our, really one of our first guests that we've really ever had on the show. We've had like a few over the years, but like as a really, truly special guest from outside of the Eurovision bubble, Olympia Avalanche, friend of the show, literal friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Thank so you for having me. This is very exciting. <laughs> I'm far too hungover for this nonsense. This is just ah, good. This is a great start. But yes, thank you for having me. This is very exciting. You know what? I think that there's just the right amount of hungover for being on one of our shows. And and hopefully you've reached that nice little balance there. Um just a good level. Yeah. Just stick to the script, we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> So, so for our listeners, just to kind of get to, can you give us the quick, re- who the hell are you, basically? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I'm a YouTuber um, and a drag queen from the UK. There's no, I mean, people ask you what you do, what your occupation is. And I, I don't know, honestly, I'm not sure. But yes, I think this year we've been into Eurovision more than we ever have before because we watched like every single national final. It got to, it got to San Marino and I think we were just saturated too far by that point but we stuck with it but yeah i feel like that would happen if you watched san marino at any point anything anything (laughs) god i was violently ill towards the the third act but um (laughs) yes but yeah, we're just, we're, I'm just a YouTube, YouTube prize dickhead. That's how I like to describe it. <laughs> oh, and we love you for it. We love you for it. Thank so, you, so you. you know, growing up in the UK, obviously Eurovision is part of the, the cultural landscape there. What is, what is sort of your Eurovision origin story? Did you grow up watching it or was it something you kind of glommed on later? Yes. Well, well, as a gentleman of a certain lifestyle, it just presented itself to me and I stuck with it straight away. I've, I've <laughs> been watching right. it since. <laughs> yeah. Very that. I've been watching it since about 2001, I think. Um, so it's it's been a good 20 years. Uh, it's, I mean, it's you say it's part of the cultural landscape here. Barely, only just. No, no, no one cares. I mean, we know the we know the kind of uh, the relationship the the British public have with Eurovision. It's very bending off people who say it's it's political. It's ridiculous. It's you know we don't get any points. So what's the kind of point of it? Um, versus that kind of that conflicting feeling of you really wanna you really wanna just back the UK but you just can't ever because it's it's always Garbo so that's it's a very kind of it's an inner personal kind of like conflict turmoil situation that we've got going on um but you have been watching it for for years and years no I mean you are you ask anyone about it here though and it will it's pretty much limited to gay people who enjoy it everyone else just absolutely craps all over it so we're a very sort of arrogant nation I think that's where we're at this is why we're friends, honestly. I was going to say, you picked, <laughs> the, right, you picked the, the right foreigners to... to... Yeah. Sam, I, I just want to note, uh, the phrase Eurovision origin story just gave me the thought of, like, what if we had somebody on and, and you asked, yeah, what's your origin story? And they'd be like, well, Johnny Logan killed my parents. And then I... <laughs> and then I... I uh, 
I became a Eurovision. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I say you trained under Graham Norton for 10 Uh, years. (laughs) Johnny Logan. (laughs) I'd like to just, I'd like to just put on the record as well, whilst, whilst you're speaking, Eric, that I, I, I don't think I've ever been quite so stunned. I've said I said this to Sam. I said I was I was absolutely going to say this when you thought that the the meme of the woman with the with the equations was Julia Roberts. Yes, I, I mean, well, I screamed. I could not believe. I scream. I the look on my face when you said that was it was probably like when Sam realized she'd won Jeopardy. Oh, shut up! Oh, that's great. That's a great one. You remember that reaction? Yes. Oh, yes. I have very vivid memories of that. Thank you, Limp, for you did your hometown training. Shut up, Eric. Julia, I had to. I had had never heard that somebody thought that that looked like Julia Roberts, and I was I was absolutely flabbergasted. And then I did it like a Google search. Apparently, a bunch of people think that, but all those people are also as dumb as Eric. Uh, oh my no, Eric's God. just made a bunch Have of accounts. Have you seen a Julie Roberts movie? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, we'll put up a poll. Does this look like Julie Roberts? Yes, yeah, slash no. And we'll see All what right. happens. All right. All right. So let me just to get a little bit more of a context of where your head is at as we approach our songs. Like, what are some of your favorite Eurovision songs and moments from uh, your your fandom? And also, like, what kind of music do you listen to outside of the contest? Like, what are you drawn to outside of an ESC perspective, an ESC bubble kind of thing? It's very, it's very strange. I don't know. I feel like I do. Is it good or is it bad? I do generally just listen to Eurovision music nowadays because it's just Same. I can't be bothered to find music. I can't. I just. It, there's just it's difficult so if someone brings me a bunch of songs pre-packaged nicely then I get to listen to it I like very I tend to listen to very kind of like millennial like goth rock evanescence Avril Lavigne like nice. stuff like that it's very that moment for me um but my favorite favorite Eurovision songs just in general do you know what it's a really weird one that I listen to all the time and I get so embarrassed and turn it down when someone comes in the room is Malena Ehrman Lavoie do you um, remember yes. that operatic of course, of course. The mask, Greta Thunberg's mother. Yes, of course. Yes. How weird is that? What a strange aspect of that whole story. But that is, I I play that all the time. Um, I really like only teardrops. I think that's my favorite, like winning song, which I think you don't hear very often. Mm. Um, I really like that one. But God, I mean, just it just runs the gamut. But I do generally just listen to to Eurovision music because I know that if I play, um, like Leslie Roy Maps, I think is like my favorite Eurovision song. I listen to that like on the daily it's so good mm. and it was so painful to see her do it live yeah so that was, that was we've already we've already <laughs> voiced our theories we've already voiced our big regrets and we've already voiced the fact that and i'll say this again leslie roy got robbed she was a fantastic performer that's yeah. a great song yeah people didn't appreciate it well yeah, who it knew you... running on a treadmill would be bad for for the vocals who knew that who could, who could... <laughs> You could predict that would yeah. be a terrible idea. Anyway, yeah. yeah. But that's, if it that's... Uh, if it makes you feel any better, and it won't, but it but uh, the rehearsals were worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Leslie! It it, it like honestly, it it, it kind of came together at the end. Relatively, she is a <sighs> lesbian woman called Leslie. Has she not suffered enough? Oh. <laughs> Oh, you know, if 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 oh, you no, like the, okay. yeah. if you like the old, uh, sorry, good. Oh. If if you if you like the old Avril Lavigne sort of stuff, have you heard Leslie Roy's album from like 2010 or something like that? Yes, and I struggled yeah. to. I I think it ca- kind of came on automatically, um, like in a playlist. And I was watching one of the those videos, and I just could not. I was like, she looks kind of familiar. She sounds, and I was just like, oh my god, it's Leslie Roy. It's so bizarre to see. <laughs> I think it's. <laughs> pretty good though i think her stuff was pretty good um mm-hmm. it's not it's no maps though ah oh, maps mm-hmm. that was good i like story of my life a touch better but i wouldn't turn on sing that either oh <laughs> no <laughs> Bless. All right, Me enough bless, uh, enough of, of crapping on on our favorites. From your <laughs> We're not even doing Ireland this week, too. I right, know, right. I know, I know. All right, so why don't we focus on the songs that are being served up to us on a golden platter this year uh, for our for our delectable consumption? We'll start off with Lithuania, Monica Liu, Sentimentai, Sentiments. <laughs> Oh, 
as everybody knows, I cannot really provide much of my own personal opinion this year for reasons that have been discussed on the podcast before, but I'm happy to provide context and information. This is the first song that Lithuania has sent entirely in Lithuanian since their debut in 1994, which interestingly enough was a null pointer. Oh. So chances are, I mean, I'm just going to put this out there. Hopefully I'm not jeopardizing my job by saying this. I think she'll do better than that. Yes. Uh, Sam, how could you? Sam, I got the EBU on the phone. Um, I'm not happy with that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm just, I'm just going to mute myself and let y'all have it. So good luck. I'm going to let Limp take the lead on this one. Let's, let's, uh, what do you got? Oh, Danny, you're too kind. You're too kind. I feel like there are, I don't know, maybe this is every year and you just forget, but I feel like there were so many, there are so many this year where you kind of play it through and you sit back and think, I mean, that's a bit, I'm not too sure about that. And then with a second play, you think, oh, actually, oh, I I might just be getting, and then by 10 plays, you're just walking around the living room going like, I just love, I just think it's so it's so good. And when she does that bit where she goes, hey, I just want oh, to just like, God. it's so good. And I'm obsessed with her haircut. It's a bowl cut. It's just I know, so she's got good. the coconut thing going on. It's beautiful. She's got this slinky Audrey Hepburn dress and a, and a coconut head. It's fantastic. I'm sure look, if, if, you shine a light, if you this shine is, a light behind is... her in a dark room, her silhouette would look a bit like a penis. But I, I love it. I just love <laughs> it. It's so good. <laughs> This is this is Shanta's excellence. Uh, this is like at the same level that uh, that Barbara Pravi was last year. Like this yes. is. This is this is so good. We talk about like this sort of tempo or feel of song kind of being a little bit like James Bondy adjacent. Um, but this is this is so good. Watching it with the subtitles, and I really hope that there are uh, I don't know. There's some way to translate this live, but uh, it's a really poetically beautiful love song. Uh, it's kind of in the middle between heartbreak and like actually like hating the person that you were once dating. Like uh, this is this is a great song. And she sells it so well, playing off her own chemistry. Uh, there's no performer like her at this year. This is this is a real gem of a song. And like you, uh, you will not be impressed the first time. You will be impressed like the third time. Which I guess doesn't bode wildly well for the. I know it's but yeah. yeah yeah to to watch it the first time. But uh, it's this is such a finely done song. This is so good. Yeah, I guess when when this is a contest where a lot of people are just going to hear the song one time, that's that's a, a little bit concerning. Also, I can uh, I can read lips. So Sam is muted, but she's saying, "Let me see. This song is a big piece of." Stop Sam. it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it. <laughs> uh, uh, nope. Uh, Not going to get me fired today. Curse, Not curse today, your neutrality. Sam. Maybe not today. Um, I. This this is going to sound like I'm putting Eurovision down as a whole, and I really don't mean to. But the the you don't often think of the word cool when you think of it of a Eurovision song. Uh, this is just so cool. Like, and like, it's mature too. Yeah, like, like this is like, not a song yes, that appeals to yeah. the eighteen-year-olds. This is a very mature uh-huh. and cool yeah. and sexy song. Yeah, and yeah, like it's it's uh, you imagine just sort of like a smoky bar with the uh, so the, the picture of her that comes up when you listen to this on the official Eurovision uh, Spotify playlist is it's her like leaning back and she literally has a cigarette. Like, <laughs> really? Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Oh yeah. wow, that's that's perfect. <laughs> that's it, yeah. it. It feels like it's like the musical equivalent of like stepping in a warm bath, and you just kind of like sink into it, and it just kind of like carries you away. And, and I mean, I'm gonna buy that dress and that I'm gonna get that hair for myself. I can't not do that. I can't not oh, do yeah. that. Oh yeah, I would look heinous in that haircut. How does she pull that haircut? I know. How does there, she pull there, that haircut? I, 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 I was thinking it's like Mary Lou Retton and like Jonathan Taylor Thomas, circa 1993. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. It's it's very very specific like that I can't. <laughs> <hear it. laughs> yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> oh no, no! I know this is no. a on, on every single one of these is just gonna come in. No, I like it. Um, let's get that out okay. of the way. Okay. It reminds me a lot of Hoover Phonic. Yes, in yeah. kind of a weird way. Oh, sure. It has that effort, effortlessly cool kind of demeanor about it. It's dark and smoky, and every time I listen to it, I feel like I'm in this whiskey bar with a glass with a perfectly spherical ice cube in it. Ooh. It just kind of that feeling, like everything's just sort of smooth. Um, lyrically, it's really interesting. I was looking at the songs today, and I noticed there's a 
lot of breakup songs, like a mm -hmm. lot of breakup songs in the mix this yeah. year. And they're all, you know, they all have their unique kind of perspective on this one. This one is so like looking at the lyrics, it's sort of this delirious mindset. Um, and it kind of echoes that dreamy sort of mood that they're going for, which I really like. And like Hoover Phonic, I feel like this would do well with the juries. I don't know if the fans are going to be as excited about say, it, especially just like, on the first listen. Just mm -hmm. like Hoover Phonic, they are also not a sure bet for making it for the final. Yeah. Which is a real shame. I, that was I don't know, you know, very think... satisfying, though, wasn't it, when they got three points? I loved that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved that. Um, I oh just God. people people went off about how good that was, and it was so satisfying because I did not like it. Oh uh, no! Oh, no. Somebody, I was say somebody as, mute Olympia. I'm sorry. I, we do not take. We do not take <laughs> Hoover Phonics slander in this house. No, you're gonna I mean, be her Johnny Cash T-shirt. I don't. I don't care about her wardrobe. I couldn't care less. Ah. I'm not like that. But that was so that was aggravating a listening oh. to that. Vietnam flashbacks to Lake Malawi. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Seven okay. points. All right. Well, that's good. We all we all really like this one. Sam, what's next? All right. Moving on. We completely changed gears, and we are now looking at Albania. Uh, Ronella Hayati's secret in the first half of semifinal one. Actually, so is Lithuania. Interestingly enough, this is Albania's first really upbeat entry since probably 2013, but that was rock. So this is really their first upbeat pop song since it's all about you in 2010. So it's mm. been a while since we've had an Albania bop, but we've we've got one now. Hey, I will never regret you won't be my secret. Baby, feel my body. Talk, I talk, I love, I like it. Hey, I will never regret you won't keep my secret. So Ranella Hayati's secret, what do y'all think? Take it away. I think that it's it probably feels maybe, I don't know if blasphemous is the word, to kind of n think anything negatively about the kind of real bops this year, because there really aren't that many. So it feels like it's 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 being picky, but I, I don't think this is going to do as well in the final, because it will absolutely qualify, but I, I don't think it's going to do as well yes. as people think it will. Because for the casual first time listen, it's not, I, I, I don't really gel with it. I really want to like it more than I do, but it's Sounds kind of like a bunch of songs put together, which you you know you could argue is it's it's perfectly fine. But for, to try and remember it and to try and kind of like sing along, you just don't kind of get where it's going. So I think it, it doesn't it kind help of has that half not in working English. against it. And the video as well is just so it's so like high school. Let's go down to Party City and get some like gladiator costumes. It's so rough. I can't do with the video. <laughs> my, so my biggest, yeah, my biggest takeaway from the video was was that. She went to a barber and the barber was like, what do you need? And and she said, you know, the thing that they put candles on at uh, Hanukkah. <laughs> I got you. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Say no more. Yeah. yeah uh, the, the, the structure is is odd to me. See, uh, OK, you say the structure is odd and that this is kind of like a hodgepodge. But this to me sounds exactly like Matahari. This sounds to me exactly like Cleopatra. These are the same song. Oh, and that's kind that. of not an insult because this is some sexy Balkan club junk banger. I think this is an unoffensive song. I like this song and I think it's a great as far as the bops and bangers go. But I think this is going to do almost identically as well as uh, as Matahari did. Yeah, yeah. That feels like I hadn't even thought about that. And that feels like such a fair comparison because it, mm -hmm. it's just like that weird mix of ethnic and modern and dance and sexy. That, it has the same uh, sort of structure where like in the middle we have that that very uh, ethnic instrumental dance break and you just know it's going to be violently sexy. <laughs> violently sexy. <laughs> That's Violently. honestly, that's yeah. Maybe that's what that's, we need. At this some people, that's kind of what secret is. That's kind of what the song is. Yeah, it's yeah. violently sexy. Well, she's now, gonna, she's gonna bring it. Like she's gonna, that she's we're really gonna have that classic song. It's gonna be yeah, hairography. It's gonna be great. But if you're gonna, if you're gonna pit it against the closest similar thing, which is Spain, I, I imagine. Yeah, I imagine. Uh -huh. Um, people, yeah. I mean, it's gonna, it's not, it, it's not gonna get the points. I don't think. Yeah, it is gonna pale in comparison. Yeah, it's. I'm curious to see which. Of those comes first like in the running order of the final and i agree this is this will be a finalist no problem uh now, and I, I just want to clarify really quick sorry that i i do quite like this uh, uh 
it's it's in my top half, certainly, maybe even top quarter of the songs this year. Sure. I, I really yeah. quite enjoyed uh-huh. it. But I, I, I do find that, yeah, the the structure is a bit odd. I think, uh, Olympia, what you said about like following along is is potentially a, a pretty mm-hmm. big deal. Now, I, I know, Olympia, you and I were watching the national final together. We were both pouring many, many ones out for Alban Stay. Uh, um, so we've both kind of seen the evolution of the song from its original form to this next level oftentimes i feel like a lot of people talk about the albanian songs or really any song in general losing something in a revamp do we feel that this song gained momentum lost momentum kind of stayed in the same track after the revamp or what are your thoughts ultimately it's gonna it's gonna be i don't think it's gonna affect it kind of either way i already can't really remember what the original one was like maybe because i just didn't like it all that much like i'm not mad when it comes on and you can like bop along to it but i'd never i'd never put it on um and I guess the I guess the revamp. I mean, obviously it was really long. I'm at the intro. I think they just kind of completely ditched because it went on for so long that it killed yeah. the kind of three minute thing. Um, so I think ultimately it's probably better. There's a sprinkling of English that's been introduced, which I don't know. That kind of strikes me as as a bit of a last ditch effort to get more people on side. And I I just don't I don't know about about that much. It's I don't think it has affected it either way really. It's funny when we look back, you look at the Albanian track record, they seem to do a little bit better with more traditional or more Albanian songs. And then mm. when they try to be like more uh, broader in their appeal, they tend to suffer. I think like the songs that are translated to English don't do nearly as well. This seems like it's very much like in line with a lot of their previous entries where they'll qualify pretty comfortably. But then when you get to the final, it's just like 21st or something. And you're it just gets like, mm. for- forgotten about. If they get, if yeah. they're second in the running order again, I don't know why, what, why they keep getting <sighs> these. Like, right. What what is it about Albania always gets such a terrible spot? It's so frustrating because they do deserve more than they've got in the past. They do, they do. Sam, what was the song from last year that was just nothing but wind and hair? What was the... Karma? Karma, Karma, yes, that's it. This strikes me as they're nowhere near the same song genre-wise, but it's the same kind of... uh, powerful Balkan woman pop music that I I have like come to expect from one of the Balkan countries. Like if one of them doesn't send something like this, I'm like, oh right, well, what's even happening this year? Um, so I'm very glad that we have something this crazy, this powerful, this much of a banger. I think this will do better than Karma. Yeah, I think so too. Oh, but it's on so many, right? Yeah. There was only so many like blonde chicks in silver dresses in front of a red screen that you could like differentiate. Something. That was a thing last true. year. Yeah. Yeah. How many was, yeah. Was that? That that's I think that's why that one tanked, because people were like, which red screen was that one? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Shall we shall we roll on to Slovenia or does anybody have any anything left on the table for Albania that they would wish um, wish to unleash into the universe? Yeah, I think no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> just gonna apologize in advance. You didn't deserve that score. On. Uh, All right. (laughs) Moving on to Slovenia. Uh, All right. So we've got Disco by LPS, which I found out was uh, short for Last Pizza Slice, which is a very, very Minnesotan thing. Yeah, like the one that we leave for Prince. Yes, exactly. So they are also in the first half of semifinal one. They are a group of friends from high school. The band basically just formed as you know in their music club in in school back in 2018 they qualified for the ema final through a system called ema fresh which is a selection for newcomers and young artists so they are fresh-faced youngins and singing disco I will mute and let y'all have at it. Uh, when you said they formed in high school, I, I thought you were going to be like, well, they formed in high school and now here it is two weeks later. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they look they look very young. Incredibly young. Yeah. yeah. I have the I same think, instincts yeah, to, to yeah. hold off on my criticism as I do during junior Eurovision. But speaking Don't of junior know, Eurovision. Screw that. I'll, I'll yes. fulfill that role if, if need be. It strikes me as the, the kind of enjoyable cheese that uh, let's count the smiles actually like was very in Oh, for man. me during junior Eurovision. But unfortunately, in the Eurovision context, I'm not sold as hard. Uh, and it's a real shame because this is 
just a nice cheesy song. This is, I think I uh, can lay a thousand dollars on this being an N NQ. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I'm surprised yeah. that it just you've doesn't have that big though. appeal. I, it, it literally it doesn't even give me like it won the high school talent show. It gives me like green participation ribbon for them. Like it's just, it, I, but I'm surprised. Oh, they're green over there. Set... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I see a lot of, I guess the Euro fandom, particularly this year is rabid and insane but i feel like i see a lot of people saying that it's it's undervalued and it's it's got it's going to surprise people and i'm glad you've said that because i just get nothing from it it's absolutely nothing i know they're young i i just i couldn't really care that they were young <laughs> as well it's like you know who else was young monoskin but you know yeah. mm -hmm. Actually, they're probably about the same age. Yeah, yeah. Came with the argument where it's like different. it's so cute because they're friends, and it's like, oh, we should be, but no one's going to know that. No one, no one is busy watching on the final and researching. People just kind of listen to it and then think, well, this is giving me absolutely nothing. So, and it's a real shame. And I should say this: uh, you catch this in in clips of their their finals performance. But their frontman, he may have a really really sugary sweet voice, but he's not a natural performer. I'm just sorry. Yeah, that that was the vibe i got from their national final i, I that yeah uh, he's not the most uh enigmatic uh or that's not the word <laughs> charismatic uh, charis yeah that's right yeah <laughs> he's, he now, is a Monica bit Liu, now she's an yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. let's talk about, about, about uh, lithuania again <laughs> yeah it's so this is it it's a really well executed for the style of music they're trying to do like they, mm -hmm. they i think they they nailed it it just kind of comes down to how many people are into this style of music on the day and that's the part that concerns me yeah. because uh it's the year 2022 <laughs> and uh yeah i don't i don't know it's it's it is well done for what it is it just doesn't it's do a lot for good. me like it's a perfectly nice song but it's a competition and it doesn't demand any attention so it's it's yeah. mm -hmm. essentially kind of like a waste it's a it's slovenia why bother oh hey, hey. as eric and i as big defenders of hvala all right oh, yeah. i usually yes. quite like slovenia's but then mm -hmm. you just get a vibe don't you within the first like 10 seconds of a song coming on you just think like oh no and this was <laughs> slovenia is one of the... those countries uh slovenia is one of those countries that i was talking about a couple episodes ago where it's just like this could be one of the small countries that really sends something that wows you like it could be one mm. of those unexpected countries or it could be one of those countries that goes ah nah well was it not slovenia who um who was the oh i can't remember the artist lolita lolita zero no that was yeah. that was lithuania that was lithuania oh it was lithuania oh see <laughs> yeah. lithuania just Back they're just lithuania. sending all the goods they're just sending they the really goods are. this year mm. okay then i go back to my previous this this segment is sponsored by lithuania <laughs> Performing at this year's Eurovision Song Contest. The song of the night here. Uh, okay, now Derek's going to tell us it's his favorite of the year. Oh, I hated this one. Oh. <laughs> Good. Like, I get it. I, I understand. Like, I agree with Eric. I think it, for it's trying to do something and what it's do, and what it's trying to do, it's succeeding at. But what it's trying to do is very middling. It's and it's something that Derek middling. hates. It just I'm, every time it comes on, I'm just like, God, it's just amateur hour. Um, and how do you stage it? You can't do anything with yeah. that. Like it's just it is what it is. You can't like have someone dancing around them. There's not going to be anything to dress it up even. Yeah. With. And, and, yeah. The, and like the, the lead singer, just every time I watch it, he just looks like he's bored or he's <laughs> kind of going through the motions. And I think I described it earlier as it's a, your cousin's crappy wedding band. Um, <laughs> like it just it just feels like i'm not supposed to be paying attention to this it's just music that's going on oh yeah well other yeah. things are happening and uh -huh. you don't want that you want people to stop and pay attention to it mm. i i mean i think it's great you guys are friends and you've been doing this and hopefully someday make some really great music and it just you're just not there yet or this come back in a few it. years yeah has, has anyone heard any of their other songs like are they do they just make disco music or is this sort of like, okay, we don't know. I cool. have not looked into their back catalog very much. <laughs> Do they have a back catalog? I'm not even sure. I mean, they've been, know, they've been but... playing since 2018 together, like I said. I don't know if that's been like covers and such, but I, it, you know, their Wikipedia page says that they've been playing at a couple of local festivals and things like that. So it's not like they've never performed before in front of audiences. I don't know how much mm -hmm. of that is cover and how much of that is original, but, you know, take that as you will. Well, I will point out this is another breakup song about a sad person being left alone at the disco. I... And also, oh. they name drop their own band in the song, like they're a 90s hip hop act.
Derek, please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Derek, you're in store because our next song is it's Czechia's It's Lights Off. Guess what? It's another breakup song. Another breakup song. Where are you now when I miss you? You're sailing around in my peripheral. Where are you now? Well, I mean, you took my line. I can't say there that many things, Danny. You took the one of the few lines that I had was introducing the next song. How well, how very us. dare you? <laughs> tell this us is the price of neutrality, Sam. <sighs> yeah. well, my thoughts on this song, like Sam was telling me earlier. Oh, shush. <laughs> and I quote. <sighs> anyway, yes, right, it's Sam, we are Domi. Artist rundown. Yeah, yes. these guys are kind of interesting. All right, so we are Domi, Lights Off, uh, performing in the second half of Semi 2, winners of a really strong national final. Uh, So the lead singer is Czech, uh, Dominika Hashkova, who we mentioned this on the show, but as a hockey fan, she's the daughter of Dominik Hashuk, which is freaking legendary. And I just She's the heir to the Detroit Red Wings. I think that's Uh, how that works. I think so. Uh, So she's joined by two Norwegian musicians, guitarist Kasper Haltestad and keyboardist Benjamin Rekstad, both Norwegian. uh, And they all met in Leeds in the UK. So, you know, if you don't like... If you don't like the Norwegian act, you can pretend that the Czechs are yours. Or frankly, you can pretend that the Greeks are yours, but that's a question for another episode. Anyway, we are Domi. Lights off. Take it away. I, I was going to say, I think this is this this is undervalued. I don't know. I guess maybe it came out too early. Um, I don't know what the situation is. This is one of my faves. I think this is probably the best revamp. It's not much of a revamp, but what they did do to it is is really strong. And the video is, it's like an episode of Black Mirror. It's such high, it's, it's so expensive. And when so many, I mean, the Spanish video looks like they did it in like half an hour. I don't know why they, they threw like no money at it, considering how popular it is. But it, everything oh, about they know this, how, They just, know the song is where it all is. They don't need to bother. Why bother? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I love, I love it. It's just so, it's just such a jam. And she did it live on, was it the Romanian national final? And it was kind of a disaster. I think they had, issue, I think they had sound issues with with that yeah, one. She couldn't. Have, yeah. yeah, you could see her kind of hear. fiddling at her ear. She couldn't quite. A hear lot, herself. a lot, yeah. But Sorry, I think this then. will pull through. I think this will do well because it's just such a jam, and you could just like bop along to it straight away. I thought it was interesting that the revamp de-emphasized the high notes at the ends of the choruses. It does. Yeah. Uh, which which feels almost like a uh, we, we talk about the the problem with being safe and it feels a little bit like being safe and that and that concerns me a little bit because uh, I thought I thought it was fine the 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 original version and and they released a like a live on tape performance ahead of the selection and it was and they sounded fantastic she sounded amazing Mrs Red Wings and and uh, <laughs> uh, and so I. I uh, I was a little bit bummed by the revamp, I guess, and, and uh, kind of like Albania, honestly. That the, the structure became a little bit less straightforward. There, there's that uh, shortened. It's such a minimal change. I, I know it's it's, it's it's yeah it's it's not, but but I it was perfect. It needed nothing. Um, <laughs> this this was my number one uh, from the very beginning, in part because it was the only song. But then it continued. <laughs> Uh, it, 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 it continued to be my number one for a very, very long time. It might still be. Um, I love this. I love the sound mm-hmm. of it. I, I love it. Everything about this is, is fantastic. And the crazy thing is it wasn't my favorite song from that national final. Oh, like, oh yeah. Same. It was? Uh, I think I voted for running out of F in time. Oh yes. Also Bob. Uh, yeah. And and I and voted the, for the last place finisher. Yeah. Oh, of course you did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that uh, uh, stay by or go Valentines. by the Valentines. Yeah. yeah oh. By the Valentines. Yeah. Oh God, that was so good. Um, but yeah, I feel like the Czech Republic was like, we've seen this pass. And yeah. anyway, this it, I I have nothing to criticize about them picking this song because it's fantastic. I think it's mm-hmm. a great choice for Eurovision. Uh, I think once they, you know, they'll have a few months to sort out the in-ear monitors and they will be fine. Uh, like this, this is fantastic. The note that I have on my sheet is first song, best song. Like it just, every single other song that came out did not seem to have the same level of kind of... We use this word a lot on the show, but effortless. 
Like it just is so easy for her to hit those high notes. It feels so easy for her to command the stage in these taped performances. And they just got a cool look. She's her cool. fashion is very of this time. This is a very modern song. This is a great pop song. It has a simple, easy to access structure. It's in all English, which has a lot of international appeal, and it has simple sentiments behind us, even though it's a great breakup song. But it it throws down heavy, but in a way that's not alienating to grandma. Plus, we got two guys in overalls and ponytails uh, using violin bows on a guitar and just what matching are they some doing? keyboards. These guys wow. are... Yeah, grandma might take issue with that one. I don't know. She mm -hmm. might. Well, the wolf's gonna eat her, so... We'll get to that. <laughs> got it. I think in the pantheon of breakup songs, one thing I really wanted to point out with this one, we have three more songs to discuss. Two of them are also breakup songs. <laughs> it's a weird coincidence. This one, I think, is really interesting in its approach because it at least when it starts out lyrically, it's talking about like the feedback you're getting from people. It creates sort of this environment rather than just being very insular, which I think Lithuania did. I think did very well. Um, I think narratively, this is a very intriguing song to kind of hear and, and respond to because, you know, you've been in that position and people are saying, oh, just move on. It'll be fine. And you can't. I think that's a very cool concept. Also, I think you mentioned like the they toned it down in the revamp. I feel like at least I'm really hoping that when they get to the stage, they'll amp it up again. Oh, yeah. because you know, we've kind of seen that before, and then when they actually get to perform it, they're like, okay, we gotta push this because we, you know, we gotta impress people, we gotta make this stand out. I think absolutely kind of going from Slovenia to this, they're like a hundred times more charismatic. They're just mm -hmm. watching them live, watching them in the video, they're just very comfortable performing. I think that's really what I like. Album. What I like about when she hits that high note, and it's not too high, it's just an impressive and powerful note, is that the song. So a lot of the time when we have someone hitting a classic Eurovision high note, the song just sort of sits back and lets her bask in the power of this high note this song it's just like no the bop is gonna keep going so she's, yeah, just, like she's just belting this high note over this great thumping beat it's fantastic and they added did they not add an extra i'm sure they added like an extra kind of vocal right at the end it's kind of very very subtle but that high note kind of carries on from a certain point just to the end and it just sounds so much richer but um mm -hmm. she's she's so cool i love that boiler suit i really hope she wears something like yeah. i think she's i think she's doing what brooke from Ireland thinks that she's doing. Oh, that's, we'll get to Brooke. <laughs> we'll get to Brooke. She's we'll no Leslie Roy. Well, few are. Very few are. Few are. No one is, actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Roy is. Now that's... I'm not even sure You have Leslie a point, Roy Eric. <laughs> you have a point, and I think we'll cover that next week. Uh... <laughs> Let's uh, let's scoot on. We got three left. We got three left. And who is it now, Sam? All right. Next up, we have one of the last songs released uh, into the universe. We've got Armenia. Rosa Lynn was Snap being performed in the second half of Semi One. Uh, interestingly enough about her, she tried out for Junior Eurovision in 2013. That obviously was not her time. Uh, she is part of a music collective called Nvak. NVAK, which was actually co-founded by 2015 Armenian entrant Tamarka Prelian, remember from Genealogy? She was the yeah. she was the American from Genealogy. Ah, I thought you were gonna say it was founded by Nvak Jukvich. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, damn it. Uh, somebody mute Danny. Uh, and, uh, I'll mute myself. Thank, thank you. you. You know what you did. Uh, anyway, Genia uh, Tamarka Prelian founded this collective and this organization to basically support upcoming musicians in Armenia. Uh, and she's also listed as one of the co-writers on snap so really very much had a hand in in this so yeah armenia snap As of recording, I think this is like, we've only had oh, this for like 48 hours, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, no yeah, time. And we still don't have Azerbaijan. Can you imagine? I Nothing think it's Azerbaijan. coming out. It will be out imminently. Tomorrow. I think Armenia's has fallen into the trap of, and you could probably also say this maybe about like Iceland this year, maybe Cyprus to a certain extent, where it's it's a really pretty song and it's very easy listening. And I don't mind that it's, it's on, but it, it doesn't have the kind of bite to it that I think 
warrants it being in the final. And I, I'm not the kind of person that really cares if something sounds like something else, which are, people get up in arms about, like, oh, it's a ripoff of something else. Oh, but, but this I is can't... exactly like the Lumineers, isn't it? Well, but I think it sounds like that <laughs> pink song. You know that pink song that's, walk me home in the da 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 I think it sounds oh, exactly yeah. like that. But if yeah. you compare those two, it's, so I can't listen to it and not immediately just want to be like, walk me home in the... So f- for that reason, I I find it kind of a bit jarring. But yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit non. She has a lovely voice and it's very nice to listen to but I, a lot of people seem to forget like it's a song competition yeah i think that i think the other trap that they're falling into here and you you hit it right on the nail right the nail right on the head is it's very familiar uh mm. but instead of being like a very call to action kind of familiar pop song this is laid back uh croatia I, uh, is another one that's done this that vibe of it's just nice it's pretty but it's taylor swift <laughs> Yeah, while this while this is a fun song, while this is while this is a, a cool listen, uh yeah, contest worthy, I don't think it's competitive. Coffee house? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Big time. Big time. Very that. It, it has no it has no edge. It has no it has no it has Call no claws. Action. It has no claws. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it's a weird thing because I, I first time I listened to it, I'm like, oh, I really like this. But me personally, I would never vote for it as much as I <laughs> would continue listening to it into the future and enjoy it when it's on. It's just, you know, it kind of leaves you once it's over versus yeah. a song that's going to stick with you at least for a couple more hours until you actually would vote for it. I'm it's not a very sure diplomatic if way of saying it's a very diplomatic way of saying that it doesn't have a rat's ass chance in hell. Oh, no, it's well, absolutely it really... qualified. But, <laughs> I mean, it, it might squeak through it like ninth or tenth barely but i it just doesn't have that thing that you need to kind of carry it over yeah and, which is a real shame because i actually really do like it it's, this just isn't the place for it and i'm almost wondering if they're holding back a little bit because they just won junior and they're like let's just 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 kind of take it easy this year <laughs> yeah. do something kind of theory hmm. i mean and there's always those speculations but who knows maybe i'm in denial but i feel like it has a reasonable shot at qualifying i just think it's really nice i mean i i think maybe and maybe the call to action needs to come from the staging mm. you know if if she's just standing there uh pretending to play a guitar since the backing track is is you know yeah then then yeah that's probably not going to be good enough but if there's some some sort of hook visually that that could help this along i think it could do pretty well because it's it's just so lovely yeah let but us I not do... forget about love is forever let us not forget Ugh. That should that qualify. We've talked yeah. about this. And I, yeah. I think I, I think I could safely, without you know, professional repercussions, say that I feel I feel this is significantly stronger than Love Is Forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that the video is adorable. Yeah, they mm-hmm. should just recreate the thing from the video, have an entire house on the stage and then lift it With into the, the house floating. Yeah. 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 I only yeah. had a in one year, so yeah. it's, it's doable. Mm-hmm. But then you'll have people yeah. saying, oh, being up. I had wings. <laughs> what if she just like ups and leaves? She just ups and leaves. Gone. She, she does. She's completely gone. They can't find her afterwards. She's not even in the green room. Yeah, she's currently she ten thousand feet above the. Uh... Yeah, she's above the Tyrrhenian Sea. She's yeah, she's drifting yeah. out. Yeah. You know what would yeah. save this? You put her on a treadmill. Ah, ah. you're right. Or have Disney. her like lifting weight. The <laughs> biceps, triceps, rectus abdominis. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything left to say about this poor song? Yeah. I, I actually had a bit of a side question. <laughs> okay, Sam. A bit of a side question. And this is actually uh, a burning question that was sent to us uh, from listener Tristan via email. Tristan, thanks so much for, for sending that in. You can do the same uh, by just emailing us at 12 points from America at gmail.com. I do didn't it. do the social today. What the hell? Anyway, we'll do it at the end. Tristan asked, now, Tristan asked, now that we know all of, or at least most of the songs this year, how would Kami Kami from Junior Eurovision have done if it were part of the Eurovision 2022 landscape? I was so thinking of this top 10. I'd say top five. Like, I I, I think it could have potentially won this contest too. It's, it's that good. Mm. It's certainly top five. I don't think it would, I don't think it, it would compete with who we're looking at at the moment for like the top three. Yeah, we'll get to, this is the first preview show and I have big, big love for, uh, this This week is full of a lot of my favorite songs. Let's talk about other week. Uh, Kami Kami though was uh, unprecedented. That was, we talked about this during the JESC shows. It was very cool, very adult, very modern. It would have, it would have crushed Half of the entries here. Easy. It should have been a Eurovision. Forget Junior. They should have. They should have just like 
held on to it for a little bit longer. Oh, yeah. I would have I would have felt worse about about it if it hadn't won Junior. But the fact that it won, I, I feel a little <laughs> bit better that they saved it for Junior, so to speak. So it wasn't, you know, a waste, so to speak. But but I don't they could know. have easily got Tokyo Nine to write him another song. I mean, he probably is working on some right now to submit to Eurovision in the future. But it would be kind of strange if they back to backed very similar music in the adult and the junior mm. version. That's also true. Tristan also asked, would any of the other junior Eurovision songs from 2021 make it to the final or do well? And I have a feeling somebody in this group is going to say Ukraine for many reasons now. But you know, oh, we, remind we, me Ukraine song this year. Elena Yusenko. <laughs> Which? Oh, she was great. Yeah. No, the, the, she, the, yes. she looked like yes. she looked like Lauren Ambrose. That one, yes, the red hair. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she oh. was great. Right, yeah, yeah. So long as yeah, it's she not France, would have been good. That French kid, that was obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, maybe not that. Yeah, maybe not obnoxious. Who really I thought died. that was going to win? On the jury, it was close. It was close. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and Portugal was the third place in the television. Oh. I think they would do exceptionally well at the adult contest. Mm-hmm. Oh, Poland would have done. That would have done well. It was Poland, oh, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, her song, yeah. her song yeah, was but... lovely. That would have done well. Yeah. Speaking of Poland. Actually, that's a perfect segue. <laughs> Speaking of Poland. It. Yeah. 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 Check I told you, stick to the script. We'll be fine. It's like the, we said, yes, follow the script. That's fine. They're good. Anyway, yes, we do move on to Poland. First and foremost, thank you, Tristan, for sending us that message. We really do appreciate it. We do uh, read your emails, so thank you for sending that question over to us. Only but we do... Tristan's, though. Only Tristan. <laughs> yeah. Only Tristan. Thank All right. Oh, God, I'm so ashamed of myself. Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> Poland. We've got the yes. song River by Achman, who will be performing the second half of semifinal two. Achman was born near Boston, raised near Washington, D.C., so we kind of get to claim him as the USA entry this year. Uh, he was the winner of season 11 of The Voice of Poland, where he was coached by Michal Spak, who we all know from Color of Your Life back in 2016. Of course we all, was we all know him. We all yeah. know him. The song was co-written by Achman himself, as well as Ashley Hicklin, who was behind other Eurovision entries like Run With the Lions, Me and My Guitar, Universo, and Vincent Bueno's Amen. Not That's all over good. the map. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Kind of concerning well. in a way. Yeah. I'll just, I'll, I'll kick this off with probably a, the, the most lukewarm of takes. This is such a non-controversial opinion. The man sings incredibly well. The man is incredibly good looking. And the song is just a no-brainer. Like, this will qualify. This will do well. This is such a such an easy listen. This is so easy to enjoy. I think it has a huge amount of appeal. I don't think this is top three. It might not be top five, but it could surprise us. I never skip this song when it comes on. I really like it. It's Uh-oh. super pretty. It's it's I I love it. I I think it's it's one of my faves. But um, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to to know. Just listening to the song, I think it's easy to say that it would be. It's absolutely like top ten, possibly top five. But if mm-hmm. we are to believe that the staging will be anything like the way he did it live that one time in that. Speaking of Slovenia crappy wedding band, that j- jacket with the like with the kind of like embellishment on one side. And I don't know. I think I'm. I'm right in saying that he tweeted that he was not well when he performed that, but it, he was like dead in the face. Like, oh, like he was, was in the middle of a murderous rampage. Like, oh, the boy's like, not well. He did, yeah, right. Not well. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what he meant, Danny. I need to talk about that. Talk about if it's that flat when he does it, then it's going to tank it. But it is, it's a great song. It's really, mm-hmm. especially the the kind of the bridge bit. I mean, people sort of say that the the chorus, it sounds a bit jarring going from that super soft to the kind of, it's a slight change to in the, like tempo. To the stuff. trap beat. Yeah. Yeah. But the bit where he starts to kind of like go off down the river, I suppose. Yeah. In the middle when he goes in the river. You know, like he sounds like me. Yeah. It's lovely. Uh, it's really He's good. good. He can vocalize very, very well. It's interesting. The comparisons. Can he? With, <laughs> can he yes. We've seen other songs do this where they like have the different tempos, the really jarring shifts uh, between the verse and the chorus. Icebreaker comes to mind as a horrific failure in that regard. Um, not a terrible song, I thought, but you know, it's like, uh, I don't think it's as jarring in this one. For some reason, I just kind of go with it. And there's a really, his voice, I think, really carries it. There's a lot of emotion in it. If he does it well, I thought even his live performance, I thought was pretty good considering he was poorly, as it mm. were. I mean, we'll see how he actually is on the night. Um, um, I think the only thing I really get hung up on, and I'm kind of a stickler for this, is I just, I'm not really sure what the song is about. 
he seems like he's sad. He's like, I just want to throw myself in the river. And I'm like, okay, why? And yeah, why? How did we get mm-hmm. here? What, what's going on? I mean, he's like, he's, he's clearly a mind in in sort of this anguish. But we're just we're so focused on this very narrow band of uh, kind of emotion that I'm. I'd like some more context. I'd like some more visuals or some more elements or real world kind of things that would place me in this situation. Because right right now it's like, yeah, I, I have these days where I feel like I just want to kind of throw it away and, and just sort of flow along with the water and just kind of let it happen. And but like my experience is very different in those circumstances. They better hope that people don't actually listen to the lyrics because you're right. I hadn't really considered that. But to say, Lord, I'm done. I'm going to throw myself in a river. Who's going to vote for that? No one's going to vote for that. It's not uplifting at all, is it? I don't know. You know I think the last couple of years. Oh, who knows? Listen, there has, yeah. we're, we're going to get to sad bangers. There are very melancholy songs this year. And I think that's going to have a ton of resonance. And for as simple as the lyrics are, or as vague as Derek would put it, uh, I think there is still a sort of intrinsic emotion there that really undercuts this. So can we call this song a sad banger? Yeah, sure. Can not? we? When that beat kicks in, yeah, yeah. It's not quite Sweden levels, but yeah. The emotion is there. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it, it's not there. It's just, I don't know where it's coming from. I, I think the context would have helped me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you kind of mentioned it's the, from the same writer as Amen. I had the same problem with Amen. Like he's he's clearly troubled. I don't understand what's bothering him. Why? Yeah. yeah. The story. Where is it? He needs to do like Victoria and hold up a picture of someone he loves who is dead. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Couldn't even be Greece. No. Uh, a, a couple things. I, I yeah, did point she out- have dancing oh. pants? That's what this song needs is the pants dance. Uh, there you that's go. Right. Uh, I want to I want to note uh, his last single before he released River was called Christmas Vibes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. Stop it was. It. That's oh, what Wikipedia God. says. Oh, Christmas uh, Vibes. Yeah. Oh no. He's Show he's automatically. All it was all like it was all like smooth jazz, vibraphone heavy. That's yeah. what it was. About. So as far as as far as this song goes, I I I think I said when it got picked that I I, I just wasn't really buying into the two different I... songs at, at at play here, and I think that's kind of oh. still where I'm at. I I do rather enjoy it. It, but you know the, the the sudden like bars and drums and things like that that's just sort of like a, a that that imagine dragon sort of thing that it has uh i mean i don't like imagine dragons so i don't know <laughs> Uh, it's it's yeah i yeah i i i appreciate what it's doing his voice is amazing uh but i yeah i just it doesn't it doesn't quite work for me i wonder i don't know how how are they planning on staging this yeah, is it is it going to be like the national final my guess is it's not there there'll be more it more video be. more mm-hmm. stuff uh, yeah. they're just gonna install yeah. a pool in the middle of the stage on a scale stuff. from hooverphonic to whoever that <laughs> ukrainian vampire boy was it'll be interesting to see how it fares i i believe azerbaijan is sending a a ballad it would seem like it's a ballad so if if it's going up against that potentially and australia i guess brevity a bit it would just be interesting to see how they all kind of like rank up against each other it would have to be just the polar opposite of the the way that they staged it in that the, when he did it live just so it was so flat it was the emotion in his face there was nothing there was nothing there to to sell it so mm-hmm. could literally go Either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, just oh. to close it out, I'll say I think he benefits immensely from the close up. Like there are some singers where it's like the emotion is very subtle and believable. And I actually think that is kind of what he excels in. You might not be able to sell it on the stage, but the monitors will. Mm, okay. Yeah. And yeah, Australia and Azerbaijan are in the same semifinal as this. Ooh. So so we will find that out pretty quickly. It's it is also in there uh, in the same half with Hold Me Closer. Uh, oh. And, oh. Uh, and and Montenegro which we're going to talk about I think in our next show and some of these other bigger bigger uh, ballady things. Uh Czech Republic are in there too. Uh god, that semi is going to be crazy. Stacked. Crazy. Stacked to the max. Okay, we have right. our last song to get to and I will set a time at two hours <laughs> cap this, we will cap this final song at uh, two hours of discussion all right don't uh, rush me <laughs> all right so, you know we've been talking so much about semi so let's talk about one that gets to 
completely sidestep all of that insanity. A direct qualifier from the United Kingdom, Sam Ryder, spaceman. A little bit of info on him. Evidently, he's from the city of or the town of Malden in Essex, which is supposedly also known for really good sea salt. Hang on That's a second. Not what Essex is known for. <laughs> <laughs> Malden. I, I, that's the only thing I know about Malden. What, 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 is, what makes sea salt really good? It's sea salt. It's like saying their water is great. But you there's know nothing what else they can use. There's nothing else they can say that's good. It's it's probably known for being like one of, if not the like trashiest place in the UK. Yeah, it's the place you crack the sea salt and then it asks if you're bothered. Like what do you think of us what do you think of us you don't live in essex you don't get to be territorial on this i mean i'm from new jersey <laughs> I, I i feel like essex and and new jersey are sort of are sort of eye to eye oh, that's burn on essex right. there <laughs> like boston oh. maybe like boston God. Six is the New Jersey of, of oh, that's perfect. Anyway, I get it now. Another yeah, bad t-shirt. So Sam Ryder was a sort of a session singer in a number of rock bands. Uh, his popularity really took off when COVID hit, and in lockdown, he started doing covers on TikTok which have absolutely taken off, leading to a record deal, which is leading him now to representing the UK at Eurovision this year. I'm up in space I feel like it's only fair that we let Olympia take this first, considering the hometown advantage. Uh-huh. But by the look that, <laughs> that you just face. shot me, I'm guessing no. No, that's fine. We, I'm, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. It's only, you know, it's only fair. Tear them apart! No, oh, no, no, no. I... I really like this. The the only time I've ever, did I mention this, have ever backed the UK was Lucy Jones. I mean, this isn't my favorite of the whole pack, but it's just a very strange feeling to be able to to back the UK. I mean, obviously Electro Velvet was a was a real moment, but um <laughs> It's just, it's just it very exciting. What? Why bother sending a Vel? I mean, put them down anyway. So oh. <laughs> they weren't even an act. It's the fact that we've sent someone who's not only like a bona fide musician with a with a vocal. It's that we've sent someone who loves Eurovision, which is such a unique thing because we always send people who have probably never watched it, and they've outwardly said, and it's such a turn off that they're just like, oh. I've never really like, and they ask questions about it and stuff. But Sam Ryder has said that he hosts he hosts like Eurovision parties, and that vibe alone, I think he is just so like personable, and I think he's gonna sell this because it's I like our song. I think it's pretty good. It's it sounds super British, which is a turn off for me, and it's not the most like original thing. But I think it's it's genuinely very exciting that we could be in like the teens, maybe. I don't think it's a top ten if we're all being honest. <laughs> But even to to place in like a fifteenth or something would just be it would be an absolute thrill. So I'm excited about it. It's it's good. I think it is good. Do you guys think it'll it won't be top ten, right? That's I mean you can dream. <laughs> I, you want I, our well, assurances? I, I have to <laughs> I have to be. Uh, it's worry of exactly the same mind. It is a such a relief to have an auto qualifier really deserve, uh, especially because like the past fifteen years they kind of haven't they've sent a man in a leather coat and suri oh okay there will not be suri slander in this home just like there's not for phonics slander in this oh home. yes there will yes. oh yes there will olivia's earned this suri oh my Sam, god storms don't last forever Remember. Oh my God. Uh, no. So how much time we got? Like an hour and fifty-seven minutes yet? <laughs> no, sorry. Just getting started. In terms of in terms of ambassadorial content for the contest, in terms of loving the contest and appreciating the contest for what it is, Suri has been an incredible ambassador. She's seen it from all sides of both primary artists as well as the backing artists twice for Belgium. And you could tell that she really loves the contest and what it has done for her. The song, take it or leave it, but Suri herself. Leave it. Fine. <laughs> Yeah. 
I'm with Olympia on this, actually. Yeah. Like I said, the song, yeah. But Suri herself, love her little pieces. Uh, I'll agree with that, for sure. She gets okay. two extra points for having a stage invader. And a that third one for stepping on the wing of pet stars. That is a deep cut, I know. Anyway. But yes, so. it's great. Do you guys like it? That story. Like it, yes, no? I have to agree with you. It is also kind of uh, British. And for all of the... Um, he's able to elevate this song that I could hear I, I could hear this on the radio i could hear this on the radio here in the states it does have a very very popish i'm gonna i'm gonna prevent myself from taking the extra step and saying songwriting factory ish um but i will say it is very radio friendly this is very palatable this is very accessible and it's good and can you believe it's good that was high pitch when you said that that doesn't sound like a true <laughs> no, you can be the, honest. It was, you can be honest. It's still the it's the leftover surprise because it's England because it's, it's the UK. It's great. <laughs> Way to go! I I think I think top ten is is within the realm of possibility. I don't know that I would go a whole lot higher than that. Uh, he's he's well known. His his vocals are going to be incredible. I assume that he's going to steal the staging from Zero Gravity. I see. Can you imagine? By the way, I'm just swinging basement. I, told I can't believe that, that his real name is Sam Ryder. I think yeah. he probably was able to invent that based on, you know, you know how we always just create our fake porn names here in the States. Sam Ryder really sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he's a vigilante the... who goes around to different towns and solves oh, murders. Yeah, he's the he's guy from he, Space Mutant. This fall on really Fox. big mouth. His mouth is massive. You could fit a fist in his mouth. Go on. You heard it here first. My, that's my professional critique on the British uh, entry <laughs> is that you could fit your whole hand in his gob. <laughs> and you can reach Olympia on Twitter at. <laughs> Eric, did you have anything else? Uh. Just that, just that it's over. Yeah, (laughs) all downhill from here. What a fun disaster this has been. Yeah, no, 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 this this, is perfect. This is uh, it's really good. That's that's my kind of my main takeaway, I think. Uh, it's really well done. It's a surprise. There's nothing else at the contest like this one. This one is has a unique, it's not as good as last year, though, is it? I'm so excited to talk about this one, Eric. So Go I really on. like okay, this one. So, Let's bah. get that out of the way. And I actually bah. rather enjoy the fact that it's very British sounding. I worry a lot of times that contest entrance will just put it. I'll put out a song that if I played it for somewhere and a person say, hey, what country do you think this is from? They'd be like, I have no idea. It could be from anywhere. That is so uh, culturally significant, I guess. I think helps. I love it when there is some identity to a song. My biggest concern about how this is going to perform is we've seen from the UK in previous years that they are bad at staging. They're bad at camera work. Children of the Universe was kind of a favorite. And that is just a kind of a visual disaster in terms of like how that was put together. Uh, Lucy Jones, I thought was fantastic. And that's another concern of mine is she was 18th. And I thought that song deserved better than that. Yeah. Um, she was, was she 18th? I thought she was slightly higher than that. That sucks. Was it? I thought she was 15th. In my head, she I was. I might be wrong. I don't know. Maybe, I, I, I believe she should have been left hand side at least. <laughs> I thought that was a worthy song. I thought it looked good. I thought she performed it well. Maybe it was 15th. My apologies. That yep, I. 15th. 15th. I don't know. Okay, that's uh, better than 18th. All right, I'll give her that. I, I, my yes, biggest concern is. so. It's a better number than 18, yes. 15 higher than 18. Thank it's you. It's bigger. It's, it's bigger. It's bigger than the universe. So I guess the biggest question I have is, Sam Ryder has a lot of followers. Are those followers outside of the UK? Is he, Does he have a significant foothold in other countries that would then vote for him? Supposedly, and- yes. I think people have, have done a deep dive into that. Uh, oh, it's yeah. whether or not then they're going to also be Eurovision viewers. I don't think the TikTok angle is going to have much of an impact, really. Because we've seen other online personalities at the show as well. And I'm not mm. sure how well that translated. So I don't know. I'm, I'd like to see this do well. I'm very apprehensive just based on the history. And I don't know. Are people going to get excited for the UK based on their track record? It's time. We it's did have a, We did years. have that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All of the zero finishers last year. We've got a redemption story happening. I think people want to see it. I think that's. I think Spain yeah. has claimed that one. I'd like to see Spain and the UK on the on the left side for once. I sure would. I sure would. Yeah. <laughs> and I suspect we will. Mm-hmm. Shame about Germany. <laughs> oh, the top five. The, the auto. <laughs> we'll get to Germany, but yeah, really quickly. The the auto the auto qualifying five are all really killing it, and then there's Germany. Oh, bless. <laughs> 
Well, on that note, we don't tend to do like full on scores when it comes to these songs. But we do like to do is just say for everybody else, except for me, what was your favorite and what was your least favorite out of the songs that we have covered today? So, again, that was Lithuania, Albania, Slovenia, Czech Republic, Armenia, Poland and UK. Why don't we just go around super quick and you you all can say what your favorite and your least favorite was. I feel like we all agree on this, but let's see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, Czech Republic, I think, is the is the strong is my favorite. Oh, God, not Monica's haircut. I forgot about her. Now, I'm going to say Czech Republic's my fave, and Slovenia is unfortunately not my fave. I've got the same two. Me too. Danny. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say, I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna say uh, Slovenia for my least favorite, uh, and then I'm going to be uh, flipping a two-euro coin uh, to decide between uh, the Czech Republic and Lithuania. Heads is Lithuania. Drum roll. Lithu- it's Lithuania, Ooh. and I'm okay with that. Uh, That's nice uh, just because that is it is such a we we don't get enough songs in Eurovision that are cool, adult, and sexy. And it really is. This is a unique song. Well, in that case, I think I'm gonna fix myself a nice old fashioned with one of those nice shiny spherical ice cubes. Completely spherical ice cube, yeah. Yes, they're perfect. Uh in the meantime though, Olympia, I cannot thank you enough. For, for joining our chaos for the last This was a joy, yeah. Yes, it was exactly. so lovely. Honestly, thank you, thank back. you for having me. You've, how, you've how improved can... my hangover. <laughs> I have that effect. I either make things so much better or so much worse, um, sometimes at the same time. Anyway, how how can people find you? Even though I have a feeling if if people are listening to us, they probably know about you, maybe, hopefully. No, they, no one knows. You're, you're too kind, you're too kind. well should. <laughs> Well, we're on YouTube is the easiest place. Novimpia, N-O-V-Y-M-P-I-A. It's Nova and Olympia combined because we didn't spend longer than two minutes thinking of a name. Mm-hmm. But yes, that's where you can find us on YouTube. And you have put up some great Eurovision content in the past. Uh, you had a really great discussion on sort of the state of things a couple of weeks ago. I'm sure opinions have evolved and changed since then. But yeah, again, if you want more of uh, Olympia and, and Nova's hot takes, uh, definitely, definitely check out the YouTube there. And for folks who don't already follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter at 12PointsUSA. Email us directly at 12PointsFromAmerica at gmail.com. You can find us now on Instagram uh, at 12PointsFromAmerica. America, Redbubble, YouTube. Uh, I don't even know where the hell we are anymore. I, I'm in my basement. We will come back to y'all next week with another special guest from the Eurovision Sierra, or maybe possibly just tangential or just outside of it, or just somebody we grabbed off the street. But until then, thank you all for listening in. I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And, America- and I've been Leslie Roy. <laughs> I knew it. And Olympia, Olympia rips off her face and that's <gasps> Roy from the haunted amusement park. Yep. No way. <laughs> by the way, uh, right. uh, by the way, stop listening now. That'll do. And that's it. And that's it. And that's the show. Danny, 12.14, just in time. Finishing right here at 12.14. Thank you so much. I'm going to go put my boots on.